I'm Karen Morgan, and this is the Purple Bike Podcast. Hello, everybody. Today, we're going to talk about 1991. In 1991, I was living in Atlanta and hanging out and having fun, but getting a little bit bored with my job in the carpet business and wondering what I might do next. Hmm, maybe I'll take the LSAT and apply to law school, because I think law school and the law sounds way more interesting than polypropylene, right? Some interesting things happened in 1991. I wouldn't call them exciting, but they were interesting. Kentucky Fried Chicken officially changed its name to KFC, which uh, nobody really noticed at my house because we were too busy eating Zaxby's or Chick-fil-A. By the way, I learned this fun fact. Truett Cathy came up with the original Chick-fil-A sandwich in 1964, so some really great things happened that year. In 1991, Frito-Lay came out with Sun Chips, thank goodness, because that's what I mostly ate my first year of law school, and I drank Mountain Dew. So without Sun Chips or Mountain Dew, I would not have gotten through my 1L. In 1991, Elizabeth Taylor married her seventh husband. Seven husbands. But it was her last husband, Larry Fortinsky. Remember, she met him in rehab, and then they got married at Michael Jackson's Neverland Ranch. What could go wrong with that marriage? And in 1991, Teen Spirit came out. That is both the deodorant and the song by Nirvana. I had no idea about the deodorant part. I just knew about the song. But Teen Spirit was a deodorant for teenage girls that was released by Menon in 1991. I guess one of Kurt Cobain's friends spray-painted Kurt Smells Like Teen Spirit all over his wall because Kurt's girlfriend used that deodorant which eventually led to the title of the song that came out on their 1991 album, Nevermind. You know the cover. It's got that little naked baby boy swimming with a dollar bill. So 1991 was the year that Nirvana and the grunge movement started, and it affected fashion as well because we wore ripped jeans and T-shirts and corduroy jackets and a lot of Converse all-star shoes. Our hair was long and sometimes pink, but mostly we just looked like we were hungover and living in a basement somewhere. The number one song on the charts that year was by Brian Adams from the movie Robin Hood. This song was also nominated for an Oscar for Best Song. The number three song was Everybody Dance Now by CNC Music Factory and Freedom Williams. This was just a very 1991 song and pretty fun. In 1991, REM released their Out of Time album.
And that's the album that had Losing My Religion and Shiny Happy People on it, which they recorded with another fellow Athenian, Kate Pearson, from the B-52s. There's some controversy around Shiny Happy People because people say that the guys in R.E.M. hated this song. It was so popular that they even got to sing a version of it on Sesame Street called Furry Happy Monsters. Mike Mills says, when I listen to Shawnee Happy People, which is rarely, I really enjoy it. To write a non-tongue-in-cheek happy song is very hard. And Michael Stipe said that the song came out of a challenge to write the most bubblegum song they could possibly write. And he said, it was written to be as pop as could possibly be absurdly, ridiculously pop. So I guess if you're singing with the Muppets, the song pretty much meets that requirement. Other songs that I liked from 1991 were by Jesus Jones. Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. We had some cool guy songs from Chris Isaac. What a wicked game to play To make me feel this way What a wicked thing to do To let me dream of you Lenny Kravitz. And we had some groovy girl songs from the Divinals. Delight. And the wonderful Bonnie Raitt. In 1991, Bonnie Raitt also recorded Good Man, Good Woman with Delbert McClinton, who is another one of my favorite singer-songwriters that I want to talk about. Delbert McClinton was born in Lubbock, Texas, and moved to Fort Worth when he was 11. He started making records in 1962 and was really great at playing the harmonica. When he was on tour in the UK, Delbert McClinton actually taught John Lennon how to play the harmonica. Although he made music well before 1991, he won his first Grammy that year with a duet with Bonnie Raitt. He also had a duet with Tanya Tucker that year called Tell Me About It that made it to the top five of the country charts. I saw a lot of live Delbert McClinton shows in 1991. He does what I think is one of the best covers of John Hyatt's Have a Little Faith in Me. Have a little faith Well, I've been loving you for so long, girl. 
This is the section when I normally talk about all the TV shows that came out this year. I guess I was really busy doing other stuff in 1991, maybe studying for the LSAT, because I don't remember watching any of the shows that came out that year. The only one that I was remotely interested in on the list was Talk Soup. Talk Soup ran for 11 years after its debut in 1991 on the E! Channel. They had different hosts over the years, Greg Kinnear, John Henson, Hal Sparks. Talk Soup was a show that just made fun of things that happened on daily talk shows and celebrity interview shows. It was just a snarky, funny show, and these guys were hilarious that were the hosts. I guess that's why I liked it. Mostly, I just wasn't watching a lot of TV that year. But I did spend some time at the movie theaters in 1991. The big box office winner for 1991 was Terminator 2 Judgment Day. It won four Oscars that year for Best Visual Effects, Best Makeup, Best Sound Effects Editing, and Best Sound. Terminator 2 was the Terminator when Arnold Schwarzenegger comes back as the good Terminator. And there was this police officer guy that was made out of molten metal. And you could shoot him, but he would eventually like reform back into the bad guy. And Linda Hamilton returned to Terminator with the most amazingly badass toned arms I've ever seen. And she just made me want to go to the gym. The big Oscar winner for 1991 was Silence of the Lambs. It won Oscars for Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actor for Anthony Hopkins, Best Actress for Jodie Foster, and Best Screenplay. Only three other films have won all of these Big Five Academy Awards, and that was It Happened One Night back in 1934, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest in 1975, and then Silence of the Lambs in 1991. Silence of the Lambs was a great movie and Anthony Hopkins was incredible. It scared the crap out of me, but it was a very fun movie to go watch. There were a lot of other movies that year that were a whole lot less scary, but were fun to see. We had Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves with Kevin Costner and Morgan Freeman. I saw Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves on my birthday that year. The big Disney movie in 1991 was Beauty and the Beast, which won the Oscar for Best Original Score and Best Original Song. It was also the first animated movie to be nominated in the Best Picture category at the Oscars. We had Thelma and Louise, which won the Oscar for Best Original Screenplay, written by Callie Curry. Thelma and Louise was a fun buddy film with kind of a weird ending. We also had City Slickers with Billy Crystal. Jack Palance won the Oscar that year for Best Supporting Actor. We had Hook with Robin Williams. We also had The Addams Family, Sleeping with the Enemy, Fried Green Tomatoes, and Prince of Tides. But maybe my favorite movie of 1991 was Father of the Bride with Steve Martin. It was one of those movies that makes you laugh and cry, and even more so if you were close to your dad as a daughter. To me, the best character in the whole movie, other than Steve Martin, who I love, was Franck, the wedding planner, played by the incredibly talented Martin Short. Master and Mrs. Bonks and the lovely bride. Hello. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hello. <laughs> I'm going to be a wild thing. I'll frog a pleasure to meet you. <laughs> okay, please come with me and we'll talk all about our big bird. Okay. <laughs> 
So that was 1991 for me. Nothing too exciting or elaborate. I was taking the LSAT, wearing jeans and flannel, and listening to Nirvana and Delbert McClinton, and kind of taking one last year of being a beatnik before heading off to law school. Join me next time when we talk about 1992. When Bill Clinton becomes our president, Wayne's World gets a movie, and we started listening to Toad the Wet Sprocket. Thanks for listening, everybody. Y'all have a great day.